This is the Six Figure Exit. We are two entrepreneurs sharing how we've shaped our lives and our businesses. Our purpose is to help you grow your business and personal excellence. So I think Luke actually listened to one of the podcasts because when I, we were, I was leaving or whatever, we were walking across the road. He goes, hey, don't be such a softy. He goes, like, light somebody up in the podcast. It's more entertaining. We can light him up then. Wait, all right, Luke. Well, here's the moment. Jared, yeah. Actually, we were just for talking about uh, how great you are. Yeah, we were. We didn't get that on record or anything, so no. don't ask. <laughs> that was before we recorded. Yeah. No, but the mediocrity thing, like, I think that's like – Is it an insecurity that people are just like, they would rather be with someone mediocre because they don't want someone that's like better than themselves and like that would push them out of their comfort zone or they'd feel, are they insecure about themselves and they don't, they don't want that person to realize that they're not being the best version of themselves or what is that? Yeah, I think, it, I mean, especially in like a relationship, I feel like it's harder to see your significant other achieving more and pushing forward and then you're not putting the effort in. So then I think people ultimately just choose somebody that's at their level or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they doesn't don't push them. Yeah. Like actually, which is, I don't know. I feel like kind of what you're saying about like the, the women liking, liking the, dad dad, bod. the dad bod. I don't thing. know that uh, that's actually true or they just like are, are worried about a guy that actually cares about his physique and, um, cares about what he eats and how he you know exercises and I think maybe women I mean I'm not a woman so I can't say this for sure but <laughs> this is but me like this is me anatomy yeah like I don't know if I think it's women just maybe of years of just thinking that those guys that do that do those activities of you know caring about their body I don't know if they think that they're like self-centered and selfish or I, I genuinely I would agree, like with what Annie was saying, like I genuinely just think it's an insecurity in themselves and they don't feel confident about themselves. So they like settle for that because they don't think they can. And or, it's, or it's not just women. I think, uh, I, I, I think it goes yes. both ways. But I just, I just, you hear like this, like, or I've seen, I mean, not often, but he was talking about, Andy was talking about it. And then you've seen the stuff on like social media where it's like the dad bods and like whatever. Dad bods are back. Yeah. Dad but I feel like back, it was like, kind of a thing. And it kind of, I feel like in, it's, at least in my eyes, kind of like faded away more. So, but maybe you disagree. Dad mods? Or just like the the fad of it being a interesting thing for females. Yeah I, don't, like, yeah, I don't know if it's. I feel like it was more so like a thing in the last, I don't know, years? yeah, three, four years. But now yeah, it's baby. more of a shift of. Everybody realizes. That's, maybe, <laughs> maybe the love handles and the. <laughs> Lost the charm. Not as attractive. Yeah. All those guys are now single again. And yeah. <laughs> wised up. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I don't know how we got on that topic, but I just thought that was, like, interesting. Yeah. And, like, it's so weird for me. Like, I've, the dating world has never been a thing for me. Like, going on dates or, like. Really? It's, no. It's always, like, I've been in, like, two serious relationships and that's it. Like, I've never been single and going on dates and. Like needing to chase after women, you know, it's just I've never experienced that. That's a, I mean, I've obviously been a handful of dates, and uh, like two, four, twenty-four. Or... 
Um, well, back in high school, I went oh and they like that dodge they like that dodge ram <laughs> there's a saying that a lot of people might know about the dodge ram i'm sure you could guess what it was what it's about but um i do think i had in the license plate that said that but anyways yeah i don't i would where i was going with that is like the dating scene is shit why is that I just feel like everybody's 99% of people are living like 100% right now in the moment and they don't give a fuck about their future and they just don't care. Like they're, they're it's going to the instant bar, gratitude, going to the bar to get drunk, feel that high, you know, of like having a good time. Yep. You're talking to a guy like the, or girl, well, I or think whatever it's whatever it is. And the adrenaline's like flowing and they're like there and it's like, they're just the numb. Moment. Yeah. And it's just like, whatever. And then, I don't know. It's just like, and that's, that's what they live for. Like, there's no bigger purpose than that. Like going out on the weekends and like having fun. Yeah. That's what they live for. Living for the weekend. There's not, I feel like in those that do like actually have like goals or like bigger expectations for their lives and um, like relationships with people and they want to like grow together and not just be mom and dad bods together the rest of their lives. I think, uh, I think that's hard to find to be honest. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah, well, I, I mean, yeah. like, especially like where Sophie and I are at, like, trying to focus on our relationship and trying to focus on ourselves individually is hard because we're parents now, and like, a lot of effort goes into that, and it's easy for us to like, you know, focus on that and not really focus on ourselves as much. So then it's like being uh, parents instead of well, we're focused on being a parent opposed to like focusing on, on ourselves or on us as a relationship, as a marriage, um, as a couple. And it's crazy just how that changes in a matter of uh, you gotta be really split second of birth. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. it's just at a snap of a finger, that's when it changes. Like it's not a progressive thing. It's like, you know, we we're even through our pregnancy. I mean, through our pregnancy, she was, fo I mean, we were focused on that too, but like we still had the freedom to, go on dates or do whatever we wanted. And then when he's born, it's all, it just flips. And then it's yeah. all, it's all baby, which is great. I mean, it's the greatest thing ever, but it's just crazy how. Does life get like busier? Or does it kind of slow down a minute? I feel like it's almost like a, whoa, like. Yeah, it kind of. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like. You hit the brakes and it's, uh, it's an indescribable experience. Yeah. And you just have to live through it. And, uh, but for me, it was, it was kind of a slowdown, like, especially the first month I was like, boy, this is nothing else matters right now. <laughs> and it's just, and almost like a, I was almost in like a brain fog too. Like just, I could tell. yeah, <laughs> I'm sure the <laughs> listeners could too. Um, but no, I mean, it was a really awesome experience. Still is amazing experience. It's crazy how fast it goes. Um, we actually moved Dallas into his own bedroom yesterday. Oh, nice. So that was a big move. You just had, was it, honestly, I'm starting to get the Snapchats and Instagram stories mixed up between you and Max, but you guys are just, is Sophie just put on Instagram? Was the first night yeah. or eight hours of sleep that was you telling me that? Yeah, he's been uh, sleeping like a baby. <laughs> sleeping like a baby. Um, yeah, he's just been having some really long stretches, like seven, eight hours. 
which is great. I mean, it's picture the thing where it shows like when he wakes up and like, yeah, it's, that's pretty sweet. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. How does that thing know that he's awake or sleeping or it's like, it has AI in it. It's got something in it. (laughs) 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 Government's watching him. They got the government's got somebody on the screen watching him. I (laughs) noting when he gets up. Not that I mean, we're all over the place here. Not that we have any rhyme or reason of what we're talking about, but you ever seen those, um, or rings or whatever where it monitors your sleep cycles and like when you're in a REM sleep cycle and like everything yeah. else is that literally just a ring you wear yeah it's just a ring you wear and it like monitors like heart rate your REM sleep like and it gives you like a sleep report and i think that's the main thing but it does other stuff too like yeah. health stuff and um <laughs> stuff like that but i've always thought that'd be kind of cool like i'd actually be curious to know like when i wake up like yeah. how long were you in a REM sleep cycle versus like other stuff and because i know like you ever wake up and you're like, wow, I had a really good night's sleep and you just feel good and the whole day goes great and you just had like really good energy. I've always wondered like, what did I do the day before or like eat or like, what did I experience mm-hmm. to like understand or like, how did I sleep? And then what made me sleep like that? Was there a reason? Like, how do you get that same feeling every single day with every night's sleep? Yeah. I mean, you just kind of have like the data, I feel like. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it, you'd have to be really diligent on like, Recording I feel like there's a lot of little things that add up to that. Yeah. Or like decisions even like when you eat, how much you eat, what you eat, what you drink. I'm so what you know, how much you work, how much you exercise. And like yesterday the drinking's a I think that's a big piece. Like alcohol or I had not. one beer the other day because that dude dropped the beer off or whatever and I tried one. The next oh, day when I talked about the that. Gym, oh yeah. We'll get into that in a bit, but <laughs> deal. we had a home invasion. Um, and well, I had a, that beer the one night and it was like, honestly, like they were actually not bad, pretty good the last like week or so I've actually like, shit, I want to just have a beer like on a random night. Cause they weren't like bad tasting at all. And it was, um, now I'm to the point where like, they weren't hams. Yeah. We weren't hams. <laughs> so, um, hey, hams Sorry if you like those. Yeah. Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> they're, they're lighting you up. Um, but the next morning when I was at the gym, I realized I was like just shitty workout. Like I didn't feel tired necessarily, but I just felt weak. You ever just have those like days at the gym where, and I didn't even, like I wasn't sore. Like it wasn't because yeah. something was like, I just worked the same body group like the other day or whatever, but I just didn't feel like I had it in me. And I was thinking like, was it just from having one beer the night before? Cause like, I don't ever drink like that often, like, you know, a couple times a month or whatever. But was it just from having that one beer that my body was just thrown off from like having that in my system and I didn't like sleep right or like something? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. I I guess uh, I have had that the sluggish feeling of at the gym, but what I don't know that, that it's necessarily. I, I don't wrong, know that it's necessarily alcohol or anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that enough alcohol would influence that. Yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> But that's why I was like, but, like, that was one thing that stood out like, oh, I haven't had a beer in like, or a drink in like yeah, a couple of weeks. Yeah. This maybe is the one different variable that I've had in my, and I just felt totally off. Yeah. But maybe, I mean, it could have very well been that. That or it just affected how I slept that night and then I just didn't feel yeah. good. The Sleep is night. really important too to like. To actually. Your overall it. health. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, just like, I think it affects us more than we tend to think about it. Like, I think people just kind of put it to the wayside and aren't on, like, a regular schedule of sleep, like, I'm consistently. You are? 8 o'clock, baby. Boom. In bed. Sometimes 7.30. For real? Oh, yeah. Dude, I love it. I honestly <laughs> love it. That's good. I just, like, for whatever reason, I get, like, 
because you just know like everyone else. So you're you're eight to four. Yeah, like because you you're eight know, hours. Like, I go to sleep and I'm like everyone else is watching TV, eating popcorn and you know cheese puffs on the couch, and I'm going to bed and getting up at four o'clock and going to the gym. And you just like feel good about it. like that's something yeah. I can feel good about. Like, yeah. Most people are probably think I'm a loser, but I don't know, I just feel good about that. Doing the things that others aren't willing to do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I take a lot of pride in that. Yeah. Well, and I think I've always had like great feeling like getting up early. Like I think it's just, you can just be in the quiet, be with yourself and yeah. just like, it's just a different piece. Like That's it's just a, before all the noise starts and. I sit right here, have a cup of coffee for an hour or so before I, 45 minutes before I go to the gym and just like, it's the most peaceful thing, dude. Yeah. Great. Smoke a joint and Smoke a joint. <laughs> drink, my <laughs> drink my coffee. Just kidding. I was actually coming back from the gym the other day and I smelled, it was like 630 and I smelled weed or whatever. And it made me think, and I was like, number one, like, like there obviously is, but like, is there like the question in my head was like, wow, people really need to light up a joint at six thirty in the morning just when they wake up to like function. Like, is that for real? Like, are you kidding me? And then I thought about yep. that because I was thinking like, well, do people do that with alcohol? Like, I feel like weed's different in alcohol in that sense where people don't just wake up and like have a shot of alcohol. Like, I mean, yeah, there certainly are people that do that. Yeah, I mean, there is, but I would feel like weed is more common where people like will just wake up, like start smoking and they'll just be high all day going to work where alcohol, it's not the same as like wake and bake, wake and bake, wake and bake. Is that a thing? (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag hashtag wake and bake. I don't, I just thought that was like weird. I don't know. I was just like really thinking about it. I was like, wow, like what is going on in your life that you feel like you need to roll a joint at 630 in the morning on a Wednesday just to like. I would assume go to work, maybe not going to work, but I would assume like, you know, go to work or do something that day. You just need to be high to do it. Any of you uh, smokers or alcoholics out there, shoot Carson a DM and see if he's hitting the nail on the head here. I don't, I just thought it was weird. Yeah. I just, it was kind of like, I don't know. Like I don't honestly don't even have like anything against like smoking or drinking, like within reason. Like you want to moderation. Yeah. That's what my grandma said all the time. Everything in moderation, just no matter what it is, you can have a little bit of everything in moderation. Yeah. And I would agree with that. You live a long life. I think, uh, especially when it comes to like what your diet is and your exercise and like, I don't, I I think it's more important to build like a sustainable exercise routine and diet routine opposed to just people that go from hardcore diet, hardcore exercise to falling off the wagon. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I've fallen victim to that, not victim, but, um, victim mindset. Yeah, or just f- falling into the rut of, like, when I did 75 hard, and then you fall off the wagon one day, and then it's like, well. Did you make it through 75 hard? Oh, yeah. Not a problem. I was I was shredded. Were you really? Yeah, I was I was in really what good happened? shape. That must have been years ago. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Show's over. Oh, we got to go. Yeah, I'm going to beat Carson's ass. <laughs> show him where <laughs> the muscle is. In the back. Um. But no, like dad bod. Luckily, I mean, so that kind of opened my eyes to like that all or nothing mentality. Well, you were saying like, I remember you saying before when you did 75 hard, like that was the best you've ever felt like confidence wise and just in your life. Or I thought you were saying something like that. Yeah, I think my confidence level was, I mean, I was in the best shape of my life I've ever been in and was then. Um, that was 
three, two and a half years ago, three years ago. Um, I think it was only two because I remember you calling me one night when you were on your night walk. My evening we walk. Were, we were plowing and one of the trucks passed you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the year you got done snow plowing because that's when you like referred the people to us. Yeah, for free. <laughs> no kickback. Um, I don't even have to bump to that. <laughs> yeah, nothing. you're right. Yeah. Um, I should have sent him a thank you. I don't know. Yeah. He was expecting something. <laughs> but no, I, like, I feel like during that, and I don't know, like, yeah, I don't know if that's, is a sustainable thing that I just haven't been. 75 hard? Well, I mean, I think the the requirements of the program, it's really not that complex. I think it's, I would I would say it's not complex at all, but our modern day lives make it complex. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, think it's the that, busyness of the this world. Yes, that that's what shifts. Yeah, that shifts the difficulty level up because our lives are filled with a bunch of distractions. That's what like to the point of like even like the just the physically fit side of it, not even the mental side of it. But like I think I was telling you this, we we're talking about. Um, Ford had mentioned to me something about vitamins and like blah, 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 and had to like take a bunch of vitamins or he wanted to, to like get in better shape or something like, cause he thought he needed to. And I was like, dude, think of like the freaking Spartan and Roman army back in the day. Like these are some of the, and the Vikings, like some of the most beastly men to ever walk the earth. Just, I mean, I don't know, it's what the movies show. But <laughs> just from what you, you see on TV and. I, yeah. Okay. Well, you will go watch 300 and it's. it's yeah, I mean, but these guys, like, and they were, like, they're some of the most fierce, like, the gladiators, the most fierce warriors to ever, like, walk yeah. the planet, right? And, I mean, they ate red meat, and they drank beer, and they were complete savages because they just, like, put in the work because they had to. Like, they didn't have any other choice, and, like, that's just what they did. So I think, like, the same with, like, Indians, when you think about it. Like, the Indians were, like, clearly ripped because they were, and again, I, this is just speculation, right? But what you see on the TV, like, I mean, you just have to be to live that lifestyle, though, I would imagine. I mean, you're hunting every you single day. What? You're, just in good shape? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're hunting for your food and chasing every single day. Like, that's just, you're in good shape. Well, and I think a lot of it, too. Uh, just the amount of, like, there was zero processed foods back then. Yeah. It was all... That's probably a huge thing. Natural, yeah. you know, you, you eat what you kill, and it's all, like, organic, natural foods that you grow or you kill, and there's zero options for junk. To speak on that, like, I think that has so much truth behind it, too, like, the processed foods thing. This is something that, like, a few years back, well, probably when I was in, like, high school, my dad got on this big kick of, like, these processed foods are, like, killing us and blah, blah, blah. And you're, like, you know, in your high school and you're kind of rebellious. And you're, like, Dad, I'm going to McDonald's get a like, Big what, Mac. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. But then I just was, I've been, this is going to be weird, but not weird. It's just different. I was watching uh, Miami Vice. I've been watching the Miami Vice, like, series or whatever. And it's from the 80s, and it's just great series, right? Like, classic TV show. And when they show, like, the videos, they just had a, uh, an episode where they were in New York. And everybody, like, you know, they're just panning the camera across the streets as they're filming stuff or whatever. But everybody was in decent shape in the 80s when you look at the streets of New York. Because they smoked cigarettes. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> Bring back the cigs. Cigs <laughs> inside. Um, that's when it all went downhill. No, but... I just think there was less processed foods, I would imagine. Yeah, it's funny. Like, we talk, we, we mentioned that. It's like, when I go through Target with Sophie and we are, like, grocery shopping, I'm like, 
America's How many spot. options of crackers and cookies and candy and chips and the produce pop, this big. and it's just like how how many options can we get cereal? I mean, it's yeah. like every time I go in there, there's a new cereal that I'm like, for real? Yeah. Now there's mini Reese's Puffs. <laughs> like, what? I mean, it's just crazy how they're healthier than the big ones. Oh, because <laughs> they're smaller. You're eating yeah, less. Yeah. <laughs> so you pour a bigger bowl. <laughs> the bowl's the same bowl. Yeah. So you a smaller piece. Yeah. It makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah, less air, less air between them. <laughs> uh, but it's just like unbelievable how many options. We as Americans, and I mean, I guess I haven't traveled a whole lot, but I think America is probably the place where the options are endless, and that's why we're so overweight. Well, that's what, if you've ever looked at um, some of the, just like research and stuff, or not even research, but just uh, like the standards of the American Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, who like certify stuff to be like, yes, you can actually sell this as food. The standards are so much lower compared to like Europe. So if you take, I've seen these pictures and like videos where you take, I don't know what, like almost anything, quite frankly, like whether it's like soda or, um, is it soda or pop pop, whatever. What's another name for it? Soda, soda pop, a zesty beverage, a Coke, Jeremy Clarkson would say, a Coke, (laughs) um, you take a zesty beverage in America versus Europe and just number one, the ingredients, but the color of the whole thing is completely different. The color of because, the actual. Yeah. Cause there's just less soda chemicals pop. that are allowed the soda pop that's <laughs> allowed to be in it. Cause their food and drug, whatever they have over there is just a completely different, like higher level of like standard yeah. than what we have in America, which I think is interesting to see. But would you think that comes down to the people that want to like at the top of the food chain that, make the products that want to make a buck and are like, it's like big business. Honestly, I would it's say the land of opportunity. Like, I think it comes back to the money. To I, be honest. And I, I genuinely would agree with that. And I would even take it a step further of, I think there's, I genuinely think not that we need to go into it, but I genuinely think there's a deep state of higher up powers that be that run the country behind the scenes or not even like, or they're just, you know, the people in the government right now that are in cahoots, like of things we don't know about. Cause when you look at like everything that, like you said, they create these foods that make you fat, which make you want to eat more. So then you're just, you're a consumer, right? right? You don't produce anything. You're a consumer of their products and these big corporations produce things. And all you're, you're the only purpose you're here to do is like do your menial tasks, make your 60, 70 grand a year and consume their products and give that money back to them. Right. Yep. It's all like, like you said about the money. And then when you look at the data between like testosterone levels and men from the 80s, 60s to now, and a lot of like doctors are saying it's linked to the processed foods is reducing the testosterone levels of men like significantly, which creates a more docile like man that just, you don't have the testosterone. And then you're more like just that consumer mindset. You're more kosher to go with the flow. Like, oh, like you guys can't go out because it's COVID and like, we're going to shut your business down. And if you open your business, we're going to fine you and arrest you. And everyone's like, yeah, okay. Like, I mean, our ancestors 200 years ago threw the tea off a ship over a 2% sales tax increase. And we're over here getting taxed like 50 to 60% by the time you add up all the taxes and people's business just like two years ago, just got shut down. Like, and people were okay with that. Oh. Like think about the change in mentality of people that has like that founded this country to where we are now. And everyone's just so comfortable that they're like, 
I mean, why rock the boat? Like, yeah. the heat's on. It's, it is know, scary when we you think about how much has happened in the last couple hundred years, how progressive society is, and, like, how with that speed of progression, I think it's kind of an exponential thing, too. It, the, like the, the curve is just like more progress. Yeah, and it's just like quicker. an exponential thing of compound pounding. And uh, it's just like scary to think about like what's going to happen to us in the next 100 years. The test, and my, in, the our, in our robot. child's, like my kid's lifetime, big things are going to happen. Honestly, I think in our lifetime, like... Even for, yeah, like for with, us. With the tech that's coming out with AI and then these... Uh, like humanoid robots that like Boston Scientific and Tesla's working on, I genuinely think the working class is in for a wild surprise of, I, I, like honestly, I, think I, I genuinely think like, yes. Yeah. But, but like from the factory worker to the construction worker, like should be a little bit concerned. Truck drivers, like 10 more years, your job's non-existent. Yeah. The trucks drive themselves. I, I would almost promise that. The only thing that I don't would like change. This, I don't you know, like the shift is, I don't think it's going to be, you think everything's going to be over like 10 years from now, everything will be automated. Think about UPS, just the union brokered a deal for their drivers to get paid 170 grand a year salary. What did UPS just do? They laid off 12,000 employees. Yeah. Why do you think they did that? Number one, sales are down 7% quarter four and our revenue is down 7% quarter four. And that deal right there, they laid off 12,000 drivers. And what happens as soon as the truck can drive itself, and the robot can jump out of the back, grab the package, and just set it at your front door. I mean, think yeah. about the simplicity of that. The robot has to pick up a package with a barcode on it, set it at your front door. Yeah. That's it. Every UPS driver well, even is like, fired overnight. Even, like, the drone thing is always, it's that's been around for, yeah, like, a while. Packages. Yeah, like, that's yeah. not that's nothing new. And that's not really used that much. I feel I like that could be. It could cause chaos. Yeah, I feel like that could be complex. Especially when there's, in the, yeah, that'd be like, a mess. Like, that'd be hard to monitor yeah. that. So, but the UPS thing, like the Tesla trucks are drive, like Tesla cars drive themselves. Like, yeah. And with AI, like AI can generate a picture of you and record your, and like replicate your voice. The most advanced AI could like create a video of you talking and to 99% of people, they would think it's you saying that. If it could learn how to do that in the last year. That would from, scare the shit out of me if I saw that in person. The most advanced AI we had was like Siri to that in like the last yeah. year and a half or whatever it's been since chat GPT and this stuff has like come out the advance, like the advancements of it are so much quicker because the AI is teaching itself like, or the AI is speeding up the process of what a human can develop code at because it's already helping write the code and everything else, which is mind blowing. Yeah. And it's like, at some point that just becomes so quick that it just starts relearning itself or however, the, I don't know, something fancy, man. The I don't greatest know skill you can have is learning how to learn. And, AI is very skillful in that. <laughs> I don't. I think like I think the whole country is in for a really rude awakening, and I think it's going to get in our lifetimes. Like we're going to see that's where like the universal income thing, like standardized income. I think, unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it, I think it will become a thing because all these robots will do these menial jobs. The government will put all the people on this like certain set. Like you get. 60 grand a year just to live. But then how does the, I was going to say, how, how does the money get turned around, but government gives us money. We spend money on the products that they, that, yeah, they we're make. Just, we're a consumer and it's just a state. big cycle of yep. government to 
consumer to back yep. to government or whoever it is. And think Donald about, Trump. Think about it. <laughs> that, but I think it's the other people. Um, <laughs> that's on the next episode. <laughs> then, folks. What episode are we on? Is this 16, 17? I think we're 16, yeah. But four months. Has it Three, four months at least. When did we go to Texas? Was that September? Yeah, September, October. October, November, December, January. Yeah, four months. But to like speak to the AI thing and like the future of just everything, like when you think about like if they can make a humanoid robot that does stuff, like what jobs, what things are not outsourced? Like everyone always says art would never be outsourced because you have to be creative, you know, and the human is creative. But that was the first thing to get replaced by AI. Really? We, yeah, I mean, look at, like, AI can generate pictures. Like, we don't need yeah. someone to go create logos anymore. AI does it well, for Well, yeah, even I've seen, like, AI-generated landscape designs. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, these are sweet. That's what, <laughs> yeah, like, we always thought, like, I mean, I feel like everyone always thought, like, well, you can't replace artists because they're creative and AI can't be creative. But that was the first thing, like, yeah. talk about a total mind shift of, like, whoa, like, we thought that would never be replaced, and now it was the first thing. And I, then the next thing was like, I've always felt construction, blue collar work. Well, you can't replace, you can't outsource that to India, like to a call center or like whatever. Yeah. You have to be boots on the ground. But now you look at like the Boston Scientific robot, if you've watched any of the videos on it, like this thing can actually do quite a bit of stuff. Like, and the, they can pick up eggs and like break the eggs and do whatever. And like, there's okay. all kinds of, and like very early stages of like developing this stuff. And now that AI can learn and like kind of teach itself you implement that and to teach like AI how to make this robot better. And it all like just starts, like you said, it's that hockey stick yeah. graph. It just starts taking off. So, I mean, I don't feel like construction's that far behind on getting outsourced. They even have like automated lawnmowers right now. Yeah. They're just like, got one. yeah, they just, it just drives it's crazy. It's actually kind of cool. You can see the headlights at night. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> it's like buzzes around the yard. It's Is it like a little like 21 yeah, inch or yeah, yeah. No, probably that big. Yeah. I mean, it never stops running though, to be honest. And then you can hear it. Like I'll be sitting on the deck and you can hear like there's a stick in the yard or like a root, you know, sticking on it's like that's <laughs> like grinding on it. It's just, like, <laughs> I just die laughing every time I hear that. But I don't know, my point of that like whole thing was like, what are the things that can't be outsourced or like replaced by artificial intelligence, robots? Like what are jobs or things that people could do that that wouldn't happen? Uh, like, is there anything? Uh, I feel like dentistry would be hard or like surgery. It's going to say brain surgery or something like, like that. Stuff like that. I feel like is, that'd be a, I think it potentially could be a, like AI or robot like someday, but that's, I think that's long time from now. But when you think about that though, like if you teach the robot the parameters of what it can and cannot do, and it has some ability to like make decisions on the fly because it's like self-learning to an extent. Think about these robots in factories that are just like, not humanoid robots, but they're like, you know, they pick up like the car tops and you see them move and like all yeah. the different things they can do. And I'm moving my hands a lot if you guys could see, but they just like, they can do like movements that you wouldn't think a robot could do. Like, right. with, like with how they like move yeah, a car apart and they grab a whole car and they like throw it, you know, sideways or whatever they do, like throughout the factory, right? Like, why couldn't you use that same thing on a smaller scale to work on a brain? And realistically, like, I would almost feel like I'd be better at it if it knew how to do it. Yeah, I I think there's less room for error. 
I think that's across the boards. That's why I think the robot, the technology thing is why people are leaning that way just because of, I think mostly, a lot of it's because society, I think, is not willing to work. And a lot of it's just the cost of it is outweighs having a human there. Well, 100%. It's way more efficient. So I I think, yeah, it's just, that's why technology and AI just keeps continuing to progress is because of the, the cost and the reliability of it. I mean, there's, I mean, it's a machine. It's just going to work. <laughs> I think iRobot, the movie iRobot, is yeah. like a very real future. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that one. I can watch it now. Just yeah. to get ready. <laughs> You got an iRobot uh, parked right over there. I do. The Roomba. Roomba. It's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> He's a troublemaker, that one. He actually drove up this golf thing the other day, and he got, like, stuck really? driving up it. That's funny. I get home, and I'm like, where did the Roomba go? And he's like, Ooh. Carson's got a little putt-putt uh, deal in his house, and the iRobot vacuum parked himself on the Yeah, he drove the up hole. and, like, <laughs> he got stuck. But I don't know. Robots and yeah, it was a crazy future. Yeah. But Should we get into how the technology you have on your phone saved you from a neighborly dispute that oh, arose? Yeah. The uh, home invasion yeah. that we were talking. Getting about back to the beer. Yeah, getting back to the beer, beer story. The beer ended up at my house. We could, yeah, the phone technology. I can uh, start it out, and then yeah, that was kind of I saw the beginning of the story. Yeah, you were then, random thick. <laughs> yeah, it's so bizarre. There's a lot going on right then. So I was coming over to Carson's house. Um, were we doing a podcast or were we just working? Uh, no, we were just working, but the guys were outside. Yeah, doing so work. Carson had a couple guys working in the yard, um, burning some brush and clearing up the yard. And so a um, couple guys out in the yard. Carson's inside on the phone, on his computer. And I, I roll up in the driveway and then one of the guys was talking to some random man that I never really seen before. And I figured it was just a concerned neighbor that was wondering what's we, going on. Why is there a big brush pile? Yeah. Down, so. Carson's they're burning a little bit more brush than maybe they should have. Um, <laughs> but, um, so I just figured it was that. And, um, I just kind of breezed by, uh, Mason, the guy that was working with Carson, um, and this random guy, they were kind of by the front door, by the garage. And so I just kind of said, hi, and then walked inside, figured Mason was just kind of handling the situation. And uh, so I go inside, I'm getting water at the the sink or the fridge or something. And um, all of a sudden, Mason walks away from the guy. I can see him through the window. And then um, Mason walks around the corner of the garage, and then this guy proceeds to just walk right in the house, and um, I had no idea who this guy was. I thought, I don't know, maybe Carson knew the guy or something because <laughs> he just walked right in. Um, and I'm just and then Carson's the on the phone yeah, on still, the phone. and Carson and I both look at each other as this guy walks in the house with his pajama his pants off. on. Yeah. He's got pajama pants on that are covered in cattails and takes his shoes off. Carson and I are 15 feet apart. He walks between us to the back window and is staring out the back window as 
Carson and I are like, he, so Carson gives me the look of like, who the hell is this? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and then, um, Carson's like, okay, he's still on the phone. He's like, I, I gotta go. <laughs> I put it on mute at first. I was on the phone with a customer. I yeah, put like, it on mute when you? he was like talking, I was like, can I help you? And what, I don't even remember what he said, but he just said, I'll wait till you're off the phone or something like that. And I was just like, no, he just got like, really, he wasn't like friendly at all right away. He was like something about was it, you're tearing up my yard or you're tearing yeah, up my like, property, my property or something yeah. like that. And I'm here thinking to myself, you're in my fucking Yeah. Living. Yeah. You walked into our, you walked into Carson's house, like <laughs> what? on like without being welcomed in, like yeah, that's for sure. Trespassing. <laughs> that's what, like I said to you after that too, like. Like, obviously, I just live here by myself, but, like, if this was your house and you had, like, a wife and kids here, like... Yeah. I mean, shit, like, that's bold to just walk into somebody's house like yeah, that. Yeah, what world is that, normal or right? Yeah. I, like, who was... teaches you to just walk right into some random stranger's house? Yeah, like, what? That was that was pretty ballsy. So, that's uh, my front end of the story. Carson, you want to take it from there? Yeah, so I, like, ask him, what the... <laughs> What's going on? Pardon my language here. I was a little worked up at the time, but uh, he thought we were working on his property. Um, we took a couple dead trees down next to the swamp that's in the back, and he thought they were on his property. And then I like go to explain to him that they're not. And then I was like, you know, what? let's go outside and look at this because one, like, I don't want you in my house. This is weird. Two, like, let's just go out there and look at it. So like, walk back there, and I show him on x hunt or whatever on x or whatever it's called um it's like this app where you can see property lines and stuff like that and then it puts you on there with the gps and stuff um so we walk back to like where we're doing the work and i'm like well here we are is the blue dot the property line's here and i pull a measurement off it on the phone and i'm like we're 30 feet away from the property line and he's like oh <laughs> well well i'll go check my survey and just make sure and i was like all right and then i just like walked away and then he walks off into the swamp through the cattails and I look back and I, cause I started walking back towards the house and I thought he'd be right behind me or like next to me. And I thought it was weird that he was like walking behind me. I was like, is this dude going to like, like what's going on? Yeah. It was just strange. Yeah. He's kind of, he kind of had that shady, weird personality Let's, to him. That was kind of like homeless. creepy. He looked completely homeless. Like he just like sweat or the, the pajama pants covered in cattails. That's why I was like, what is like, does this dude living in this like neighborhood, like in someone's yard or something? And he's just, that's why I was so weirded out. And then, well, any defect that he just walked in. But then he walks off into the swamp through the cattails and disappears into the cattails. And I'm thinking to myself, you mean to tell me you just walked across the swamp over here? Like, even if you are the neighbor, like, you didn't jump in the car and drive over. You just walked through the swamp. Like, what? That's Shrek swamp. Like, swamp people. <laughs> I don't do it. I, it was just, it was the most bizarre thing ever. And then, full turn of circles, we tried to, like, um, continue whatever we were working on, and I was terribly distracted the rest of the morning because I was just like, I was like, ready yeah, to oh, we were doing uh, Ashton's employee review. Yeah, and <laughs> just yeah, I was like, what the hell is going on? It just then, happened to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just dumbfounded because I was like, you know, I'm a I'm a Second Amendment guy, and I would yeah. never thought I'd have someone just like walk into the house, you know, normally, and it's kind of like one of those things that like, what is this guy's intent right now? Like, why is he? I don't know. It's just weird. But anyways, then I, I was at the, where was I? I don't know. I was gone, like, doing something later that day. Um, and I've got, like, cameras here, and they notify me every time there's movement or anything. And I got a notification. It was, like, 6 o'clock at night. And I don't know if I was, like, grocery shopping or where I was. But um, 
I get a notification, like there's a car in your driveway or whatever it says. So like open it up and then it like notifies me there's a human at your front door. And I was like, oh, maybe it's like an Amazon package getting delivered or something. And then, so I didn't think, I look at it, didn't think much of it because it was like a Mercedes and which sounds weird for Amazon driver, but I've actually had Amazon drivers in Mercedes like drop off packages. Well, yeah, it's just like the private contractor. What are they paying those guys? Like they're driving well, a Mercedes just, to. Like it's a side gig or something, like side hustle that people just do for delivering pa- Like you could pay for you your could, Mercedes. Yeah. You <laughs> could deliver packages in your Bronco. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, but why would you if you can, if you're buying a Mercedes, like I would think you got some money. Like, that is. Let me see why? that video. <laughs> no. Oh. It's, it's funny. I'll, I don't want to see it. It's funny. Um it's this this gal that is like going through like a G Wagon and like touching random stuff on the Oh, G-Wagon. is that she's where like, she's like with the fingernails? Mercedes. Isn't where she's like and then she does another one where she's like Bentley or whatever. No, I don't know about that, different. but I've just seen the Mercedes one. Oh. It's funny. I'll show you. But um yeah, then I get back and there's a case of beer sitting on the front door. Um one of those fancy beers, like the new age kids drink, and um, not the, the hams. hams. <laughs> um, and it's got a note in it, and it just was like, "Sorry for like interrupting you guys earlier, blah blah blah." And thanks for like teaching me about the property line or whatever. And then I was just like, "I mean, at least he like apologized, but still, it was like yeah. a weird situation." You took but, homeboy to school, dude. I don't. Yeah, I was about to take him. I was about to walk, follow him into the swamp. <laughs> just, only one of us was going to go. Permanent swamp, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're not going to get found out there. I promise you that. I mean, there was an excavator here. Sucker dig a 12-foot hole. Huh? This is what happens. But, yeah, it was a strange deal. So, we had a home invasion. But We're all here. We're safe, though. We made it. Yeah. We made it through. But <sighs> That's been a fun talk. Yeah. Was random shit. Yeah. So we'll see if this What's podcast actually makes it to the to the world. But yeah, it's casual Saturday morning and yeah. hanging out, BSing, and see if people get value out of this. <laughs> it was forty two minutes of BS. Was it? Yeah, it was pretty good. We could be professional bullshitters. <laughs> quit our day jobs. We could quit our day jobs. Radio hosts. Radio, honestly. Guys, let us know. Um, hit us up on Instagram. Let us know if you like this episode. Yeah, you like this? Uh, it's kind of like CTI, but... Uh, cruise our lives. Cruise our lives. C-O-L. Cruise our lives, yeah. Just two guys. Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Two cups of no coffee to us. No coffee by, by us. Yeah, we already drank it all. Already got us in. <laughs> already got it in us. Uh, but yeah, kind of fun, casual... Interesting conversation, I'd say. Just a little backstory into our lives and what's running through our, our thoughts of where where <laughs> we're going in society <laughs> and why honest. we're here. Yeah. Like we're some know-it-alls. Yeah. We've gotten this far. <laughs> Could be worse. It's, it's only been 20-some years. <laughs> when you think about it, though, like, I don't... Like, yes, it's not... We're not... We don't know anything in the realm of things. Yeah. But for where we are in life, like, you got a family, we got successful businesses. Most kids are, I mean, shit, it's, what time is it? 10 o'clock? They're recovering from their hangover right now, you know, Saturday morning. They're just yeah. rolling out of bed. I feel like most people are, most people, 
but not us. Not us. <laughs> We're up and at them. So, and not, hopefully not you. <laughs> if you're listening, hopefully not you. Better not be you guys. So help me God. And I, you know, being that you're listening to us, I know that it's not you for sure. So yeah. But this was a fun little deal. It was good. Different. Let us know if you guys like this and if we should do more of these. Hit us up on Instagram and tell us yay or nay. Episode 16, thumbs up, thumbs down. Easy as that. Easy as Share that. it with a friend that you think might get a good laugh out of it or yeah. needs a change of scenery and listen to the same old junk, and now they want to come to the show, come to the, the real show. show. The six-figure exit, baby. The six-figure. Gavin, why did we call it the six-figure exit? Uh, Because I think... We just grew up with like the mindset that the six figure income was the end all be all and we thought that once we get there we're good. But now I think that we've made it there and we're like, Oh, it's not as glorious as it seemed to be. As like I think I think it's just like society as a whole kind of portrayed that image of the yeah. six figure income as the end all be all. But then like as I've been in business and made that income it's like there's a way more out there than i thought yeah and i think like making six figures a year isn't nearly as much money as you thought it was but in order to go to seven figures a year you as a person have to become a totally different person and you have to become a better or the best version of you to go to seven figures to eight figures to nine figures and you know the moon but so i think just that the development of you from that six-figure mindset to beyond. Yeah, and that's what we're hopefully going to do, you and I, together. And hopefully that's you guys are going to join us on that journey and we're going to share our story and um, give you insight and bring value and hopefully help some people exit that six-figure income uh, mindset. That's the goal. And change your lives. And it's not just about the money. I think the opportunities and freedoms that come with you know earning more are kind of what we're chasing after just yeah. kind of the impact the person you have to and be the experiences to you can create with more i think is and just shifting your mindset to be always kind of having that big bigger is always better mindset i think and vision so keep growing keep growing keep making that money let's go peace